honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps, including, obviously, the Apples, the Googles, the Spotify's, the iHeartRadio's. You get the idea. Also available on the Basketball Podcasting Network. Thank you so much. Sponsored by DraftKings. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. Minnesota Timberwolves, well, talk about ups and downs. I mean, you know, it's ups and downs. And, you know, you had the down, you had the downtrend a little bit. You've been losing games. You know, you lost your fifth in a row to the Bucks. Not the biggest surprise of all time, even though they're shorthanded, but so are we a little bit. And then you get beat by Detroit by over 10 points at home. What the hell? The Minnesota Timberwolves win the next two somehow. So how do you describe this week? Uh, well, they went two and two, and I have no freaking idea. We're at 350 episodes now, and I still can't figure this team out. 350 episodes, almost 15 years in, or 14 and a half, basically. Started podcasting January 28th, uh, 2008, so I guess 15, because Paladino Live, I did talk Timberwolves quite a bit on there. So that was the beginning of Timberwolves Explosion before it was called Timberwolves Explosion. Yeah, we'll get back to that later in the month when we have my my 15-year anniversary of podcasting. Not many of us are in that category, I'll just say. It's not about me. I apologize. It's just crazy to think about. Um, I have no idea. I, I don't know. Uh, Chris Finch is still the coach, so that prediction didn't happen in, in terms of, like, if the Wolves lost to Detroit. Because, well, then the other prediction happened. The Bollinger bands kind of... Uh, I have no idea what the heck happened. Uh, you, you lose to the Bucks, Okay, it's the typical downtrend. And then somehow you lose to Detroit. I know it's a back-to-back, but... I mean, I, I okay, um, and I wasn't calling for Finch's head, but I know some people are. Some people are saying he's at least, you know, he should at least be in question, and I don't blame you. And then, and then I had this super positive feeling in the predictions, though. Let's say the Wolves beat Detroit, whatever they do, they beat them by two points, they beat them by twenty, whatever it is, they beat them. And then they find a way to beat uh, Denver and Portland. Well, I was right about that. But I was wrong about the Wolves uh, beating Detroit as well, going 3-1. and one. And, you know, I, well, Finch is still here, and that's fine. Uh, the Timberwolves definitely improved. Anthony Edwards, amazing week. And he deserves to be an all-star. Uh, if you could take the time to make a little vote on the app, go for it. Most people, it shouldn't take too long. I know it's kind of weird sometimes. You press this button and it pops up this. You press this and that and it pops up that. It can be kind of weird. But vote for Anthony Edwards. I am campaigning for Anthony Edwards. Vote for Anthony Edwards for All-Star. Don't vote for Steph Curry, okay? Uh, he'll he'll probably get in anyway. So, I mean, no, not probably. He's going to get in anyway. Why vote for people that are already going to get in? Vote for somebody that deserves to get in that just might not because maybe it's too early in their career or it's somebody that's having a great season that deserves recognition out there. Like, uh, you know, uh, there's yeah, you could just go on and on with that every year. 
you know, <laughs> or your favorite guys like me. You know, I have guys on the Atlanta Hawks that I've liked forever. So, uh, <laughs> Cabela. Anyhow, four games to review. I believe just three games to preview, which is totally fine with me. Um, yeah, I might need to cool off. We get to play Detroit again on the 11th. Ooh. Well, don't lose to them again, okay? That was pathetic. Milwaukee schmucks. The Milwaukee Bucks are not the schmucks. But they were very shorthanded, and they lost four games in a row, just like the Wolves. They hand the Wolves the fifth loss in a row. The Bucks end their losing streak. They remain first place in the Central Division. The Wolves are lulling around in the lower stages of, uh, well, actually below the bubble now, which is great, or whatever they call it, playing tournament. Anthony Edwards, every night, continues to play great, uh, to be fair, um, at least statistically. But this was a really good game. Ten rebounds, four steals, a couple blocks, 30 points. Half of his shots went in, though he got a little trigger happy at, on occasion. Sometimes he gets trigger happy, but it is what it is, the heat check thing. Sometimes it's annoying, but he's, you know, he's good enough to a point that I don't feel too bad. D'Angelo Russell, I mean, wow. I, I don't know, 3 of 10. He wound up with 15.7 assists, no turnovers. You think, okay, you know, that's not bad. Sure, that's not bad. And he made all his free throws. That's not bad either, but uh, the energy he provides, I don't know. It's You know, this kind of sums up D'Angelo Russell in a nutshell. It's like, okay, 15 points is respectable. He made all his free throws and didn't even turn the ball over. That's great. Good job. But then 30% from the floor. I mean, you know what that smells? It's just inconsistent and, I don't know, unreliable. Doesn't, dare dare we say he doesn't care? I don't know. Maybe he cares. Maybe he doesn't. I got flashing on the screen right now back when Cleveland had those. It was like the in-between era for the Cleveland Cavaliers. and They had that baby blue kind of look. On their court. I kind of liked it. Kind of, sort of. And there's Randy Whitman, the coach of the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. That's quite a while back, actually. That's way back in the day. Yeah, Randy Whitman. So this has to be, yeah, it, it is. I know everybody loves Allen Iverson like he's the best player ever. I don't know about that. Um, they're playing against Philly, as I said, Allen Iverson. So, sorry, I'm babbling and off into somewhere else. Uh, Nas Reed. Didn't shoot particularly well, but he was adequate in the game. Kyle Anderson, obviously, super valuable. He's a playmaking, power forward type of guy. Um, obviously, his value is off the charts. Jalen Noel, when he slashes to the basket, love what he does, and occasionally he gets hot from outside. But And he provided three steals in the game, a little bit of gambling. Garza continues to be a really valuable player, 16 points off the bench. He's got some nice post moves. He's got some energy, and he can shoot the he can shoot the three. Sometimes he's sometimes he's not that great, but overall, I think he's a, he's a nice player. Deserves to be in the NBA. But the story of this game is quite simply Giannis. Giannis, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, I always say that, don't I? I'm getting repetitive. The Greek freak. He was a freak. 43 points, 20 rebounds, and he did it again. He's done it multiple times this year. Bobby Portis got hot from outside. He had a double double. Garnett like numbers in terms of 22 and 14. Joe, Joe Ingles with 10 assists. What the devil's going on there? Joe, what is going on? 10 assists? 10 assists for Joe Ingles. What's going on, mate? That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. He, hasn't, he, he hadn't been playing a whole lot this year, but now he's playing, and I don't know. He always has good games against us, obviously with the Utah Spaz or Jazz. No, Utah Jazz. Jazz Beats, check that out on the Basketball Podcast Network. Huge shout-out to them. And I'm terribly sorry. I never got around, got back to you about joining the show. I'm just, ugh, my schedule's weird. I should have found a way, though. I feel like it, 
I feel like an ass, and I really apologize just in case they're listening. They're probably like hell with him by now. Uh, young Theonis didn't, uh, Young Thanasis, not Theonis, Thanasis, which is one of the coolest names I've ever heard, um, did not play in the game, unfortunately. Serge Iblaka, a DNP. Kind of sad. Serge Iblaka, a DNP. Wes Matthews? Huh. That's interesting. And of course, no uh, holiday. No holiday for Drew and Chris Middleton out as well. The Scottie Pippen of the uh, Portland or the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks beat the Wolves. Greek Freak kicked our butts, but Anthony Edwards did manage to get 30 points. Let's move on. Let's move on. I've babbled enough, but, uh, you know, there's other stuff to say about other games like this one. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's ring in the new year. <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> what is this? What's going on? What happened? Well, the Wolves were playing pretty well in the first half. Heck, we were up by what? 12 points? We were up by like 12 points, right? No, more than that. We were up by 14 points at the half. All is well. Everything's going to be fine. It's just the Pistons. It's just the Pistons. And then and then everything just started to go down the crapper. The Wolves started missing shots. Detroit started making them. The Wolves started uh, getting lazier and lazier and lazier. And the Detroit bench started dominating the Wolves, particularly in the fourth quarter. And, of course, the third quarter was a huge turning point in the game when you started thinking, okay, this is kind of ridiculous. What's going on? 38-24 to 24 in favor of Detroit in the third. Of Detroit in the third. The third quarter has been a nightmare for the Timberwolves for at least a decade, probably longer. I always remember seeing tweets and Facebook page posts, whatever, bleep the third quarter. Yeah, and then we started getting better at it. And it's back again. It doesn't matter who is on the Wolves. If it's Kevin Love, Ricky Rubio. If it's, you know, Johnny Flynn and Al Jefferson. If it's, you know, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. If it's Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. If it's uh, Rudy Gobert era, it doesn't matter. You know, Rudy Gobert and Anthony Edwards, it doesn't matter. The third quarter continues to plague the Wolves. Ah, Theo Ratliff. Theo Ratliff, the memories. The memories. Oh, and what could have been. If the Wolves could have got him from Detroit, there was rumors I forget, who who are we going to trade? Was it... Was, now I'm blanking on who we were going to trade at the time. We were, that was actually the beginning when we were, we were going to get Malik Steely like way back in like 98. Way Yeah, like in 98, we were going to get Theo Ratliff, who was like a backup up-and-coming center at the time, and Malik Steely from the uh, Detroit Pistons. Mm, mm, yeah, that would have been... I forget what it was. I forget what the trade proposal was, though. And it, I, I know it was... a. Something I would have loved to death. And then he wound up with frickin' Philadelphia later on and got way better. Ugh. Frickin' Philadelphia. Yep, this is probably about 20 years old, this video I'm watching. You know, yeah, wow. Tyrone Hill still playing, too. Anyhow, back to the Detroit game. Yeah, it, just like a stock, like stock market crash. See, look at the stock right now. It's kind of steady, steady. The Wolves are doing good. It's like, let's go to the Wolves, Quinn Robert. Let's go to the Wolves side here. Why can't I do it? Yeah, well, whatever. It won't let. It won't do it the way I want it to. It's, um, the Wolves, everything was in favor of the Wolves. Kind of a steady climb, steady climb. And then it started declining and declining. And then it was like 1929, Black, Black Monday. It was like 1929. Um... Black Tuesday, excuse me. Um, that's what happened. It was like 1929 as the fourth quarter hit, as the Wolves uh, couldn't beat the the, the 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 reserves for Detroit. Pretty much embarrassed the Timberwolves time and time again. Marvin Bagley with a double double. Rodney McGruger, Rodney McGruger. I have all his albums. Um, I guess 
I don't know if it's Irish music. No, I'm just kidding. Alec Burks, Corey Joseph, Hamadou Diallo. Hamadou Diablo. Uh, Diablo, Diallo. He was a Diablo against the Wolves anyway. D'Angelo Russell at 25 points, though. You know, let's, come on. D'Angelo Russell at 25 points. Shut up, Joey. He's a really good point guard. He's really good. Shut up, Joey. Shut up. What do you know about basketball? Do you know anything about basketball? That's the point. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, somebody called into Dan Barrero and just kept cutting him off, interrupting him, saying, you, you didn't make a point yet, Dan. You didn't make a point. He wouldn't even let him speak. It was funny. So that's where you just cut the guy off. You have no choice. Um, D'Angelo Russell was a plus three, though. Plus three. One of the most de- <laughs> deceptive statistics in the history of basketball to think that D'Angelo Russell was a plus three in the Detroit game. <laughs> plus three, huh? Plus three. <sighs> wow. Talk about gaslighting. D'Angelo Russell. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he made some shots. And that was kind of early on. He did well. He had his moments. But there, something about this guy, you know, his isos, his, his selfish play. Tim Rules kept forcing up threes. Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell forcing up threes. Jaden McDaniels couldn't make it. Diddly squat. He was terrible, just like he was in the in the Bucks game. He was pretty much invisible. Oh, everybody. Rat Ryan missed all of his threes. Just absolutely mm, mind-numbing. Um, <laughs> I couldn't even come up with a word without cursing my head off just now. Uh, 10 of 24 from down... Uh, 34, pardon me, from downtown. And yeah, the fourth quarter felt like over infinity because it was just miss after miss and then Detroit would hustle to the basket and score. And miss again and Detroit would hustle and score. Maybe a three-pointer, maybe... A, uh, you know, whatever the heck. Hustle points. Detroit didn't even shoot that great in the game. I mean, it was better. 10 of 27. Okay, they made only 10 threes as well. But, but almost 50% from the floor, over 48%, basically. <sighs> Just a lack of energy, lack of urgency. It felt like watching uh, some of the... T- yeah, I don't even want to get into it. <sighs> Let's just say a certain middle school and high school team that was not the Hopkins Royals. Let's just say it reminded me of that team. Just complete lack of urgency. It drove me nuts. And we're talking, you know, back in the day, of course. Middle school and high school. Yeah. Just complete. Like, no urgency at all. Just da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Bring the ball up the court. Take your time. And miss. And just, yeah, just, cha- you know, just, just kind of cherry-picking around. Or floating around. That's what people call D'Angelo Russell, basically, a floater. Um, and then there were some interesting quotes after the game. Apparently, Nas Reed said, we know what the problem is. We know, but we're going to keep it internal. Next thing you know, D'Angelo Russell is ma- magically, like, sick or whatever that he can't play versus Portland and, uh, excuse me, Detroit, and then doesn't do basically anything versus Portland either. Interesting, huh? So, put two and two there, and apparently, D'Angelo Russell, after the Portland game, unfollowed the Minnesota Timberwolves on Instagram. Okay? That's the way you want it? That's the way you're going to get it. Dun, dun, dun. It has begun. Yep. <laughs> it has begun. D'Angelo Russell unfollowed the Timberwolves on Instagram. He's not coming back. It's obvious. He he gone, or he gone, or whatever. What's that, that announcer's name for the Chicago White Sox? <laughs> Interesting guy. Um, I remember, right, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll... Anthony LaPanta, wild play-by-play guy. He's mildly entertaining. Yeah, he's more entertaining than you are, though, dude. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Anthony, uh, let's talk about Kowalski's. <laughs> Get that 
for all of you that can actually afford it, <laughs> but I can. <laughs> Anyhow, Anthony LaPenta. <laughs> uh, sorry, I can't help myself, but uh, let's get off the Detroit game for now. I, but it's just interesting, interesting uh, stuff going on. <clears throat> you know, read between the lines, as they say, Sid Hartman used to say that. Read between the lines. Like, something's up here. Very much something's up. Timberwolves play the Denver Nuggets. We ring in the new year. Yay. We're actually 2-0 in 2023, by the way. So, well, you know, put that in your pipe and smoke it, right? Right? Something like that. Uh, Anthony Edwards, again, very impressive game. Anthony Edwards, every night, impressive. Like, he was good against Detroit, but then he started missing everything and started missing everything. Oh, and by the way, I forgot about when Anthony Edwards actually took a very dangerous spill kind of late in that Bucks game where, yeah, I forgot to get into that. I was totally going to get into it. And I was just had my mind too much on Detroit and all that and, you know, um, and the turnaround versus Denver and Portland. But yeah, as he's going up for the basket, took a absolutely nasty spill to the ground, landed kind of like lower back, butt cheeks, you know, that kind of area. I know it sounds goofy, but let me tell you, when that crowd thought he was faking it, when he was on the ground in incredible pain for about five minutes and then got up to play, the reason why he was able to get up to play is because he did not break a bone and he did not, uh, you know, sprain a muscle. He badly bruised a muscle, but it's the kind of thing that will not uh, cripple you from playing a sport. It, it will hurt like hell, though, particularly if somebody, like, puts an elbow there. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Anthony Edwards might break someone's neck if they tried to do that. He might <laughs> literally, like, strangle them on the court and have to be pried off of them with, to prevent uh, second-degree rage murder, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, let me tell you. I'm not making it about me. I'm setting an example as to the incredible pain that that man went through, and those fans booed the hell out of him. Right out here, about uh, 20 feet, 10, 20 feet away from my uh, window here, as I look outside to the right, <laughs> there, is a, there is a, you know, sidewalk that kind of, you know, that declines, and it's got stairs, but they're like long stairs, right? But it's in a constant decline, right? It's kind of uh, angled at a decline, slightly. That thing on circa, I believe it was December 30th, 2019, that's my approximate, it was a Saturday morning, going out to get my, my traditional little, you know, croissant, which is, I like to get those on Saturday mornings. It was raining, but it was, it was raining kind of hard, but it was freezing rain, freezing. And I didn't realize there was a layer of ice, a layer of ice, like half an inch. We're talking a thick, thick, really slippery ice. And there's this huge bucket of salt right next to the door, right? I just, yeah, you know, okay, da-da-da-da-da, you know, just kind of on with my day, you know, moved kind of quickly, you know, how you kind of just kind of, you kind of almost like trot down the stairs, right? Okay, what do you think happened? <laughs> Insta, insta-slip, nothing you can do, nothing. You are defenseless, you're going down like Anthony Edwards did, and I landed right around in that area. The pain was unbelievable, but I got up and went on with my day, but was in incredible pain for uh, about a month or two. And let me tell you, the area turned black, and, and then it kind of got bluish and then greenish and eventually got better. But I have a huge uh, muscle scar that's still there. Basically, it's a big bump. Hopefully, Luckily, Anthony Edwards is in a place where if he needs scar tissue removed, he can. Um, without having to, you know, and he makes a lot of money too. So, <laughs> yeah, it was real. The pain was real. 
but he was still able to play and all that for a reason, not because he was faking it. So just in case Milwaukee Bucks fans are listening, that's what I will say. As for the Denver game, Minnesota showed up and looked much more urgent, played a lot better. Jalen Noel started at guard. Not I, 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 Is it shooting guard? Is it point guard? Uh, basically, they were both kind of guards, lead guards, Anthony Edwards, Jalen Noel. Austin Rivers played quite a bit as well. Nathan Knight had significant minutes with 8.8 rebounds. Luca Garza, significant, uh, well, less minutes, but actually put in good numbers. Jaden McDaniels, 21 points. Kyle Anderson was like the lead. He was like the point forward in a way. It was kind of like a team effort in terms of moving the ball around. It was really nice. It was really nice. And it looked like there was a rhyme and reason to the offense where Detroit, that was the complaint. Everybody's like, that's why Finn should be fired. There's no rhyme or reason. Like, that just the players don't know what they're doing basically because the coach isn't really well you know doesn't really have any organization to the offense uh, I, I think there's more to Finch's I think Finch is a very capable offensive coach I don't think he's a, a, uh, a perfect coach I don't think he's without blame for the disappointment this season but I do think that the uh, I do think that the roster given to him is not the best fit uh, for each other and for the coach. It's a tough go. Um, but the flow in this game versus with floater, the floater himself, D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo the floater, D, you know, or D-low if you want to say it, instead of L-O, it's L-O-W, just low, like low, down, no good. Um, <clears throat> the flow in this game, though, was way better. You talk about teamwork, team effort, all that, and Anthony Edwards continuing to play great, but again, he didn't shoot that well. Uh, 3 of 11 from downtown really hurt his field goal percentage. Again, too much of that heat check stuff, or, um, you know, I missed a lot of shots that I got to keep keep going, try to get out of it, which it drives me nuts, and we're all guilty of it that I've played, you know, pickup basketball or middle school or high school or whatever. But of course, you know, pickup basketball, yeah, oh, man, over five, but I'm going to keep going. I know it's there. And then next thing you know, you're two of nine. Yeah, you made a couple shots. And you're like, you know, three of 11. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but that's how it is sometimes. Like, you know you can do it, but it's just not falling that night. Uh, and then you hope that maybe you have the ability to drive to the basket instead. Um, stuff like that. But overall, again, the flow in this game made you feel so much better. And the Wolves beat the Denver Nuggets with a final score of 124-111. Very, very convincing victory over the first place Denver Nuggets. A lot of people saying the best team in the West. I don't know. Um, we might have a brand new team in the NBA Finals this year. Like, the first time in the NBA Finals. Denver Nuggets used to be in the ABA Finals in the Larry Brown days. They were a really good team way back in the 1970s in the ABA, which of course merged with the NBA. That's why the Denver Nuggets, Brooklyn Nets, slash New Jersey Nets, uh, you know, that's where they came from. So, yeah. Important thing to know. Yeah, they literally merged in the NBA uh, and all that, and there were other teams that didn't uh, didn't make the didn't survive the merger, unfortunately. But it's kind of cool, kind of cool to think about all that. Uh, we all know Dr. J played for New Jersey back in the day, so and those are some fresh-looking uniforms, <laughs> fresh, classic, classic, and classic and fresh together. <laughs> it was it was yeah, it was good times. And Philadelphia 76ers, of course, of course, he played there. Um, did uh, Dr. J, the doctor, the doctor. Um, but again, great flow. You felt so much better, and the Wolves win comfortably over the Denver Nuggets. How about that? Uh, clock is ticking, and I better get clicking. Talk, yeah, I better get clicking. That's a good one. Portland Trailblazers, 
January the 4th, we rang in the new year. Yes, we hit the point. Uh, 113-106 victory over the Portland Blazers of Trail Land. Jeremiah Grant, and Jeremiah anyway, Grant, and Damian Lillard knocking down shots like they want to do. Damian Lillard, well, he had a few good plays, but 2 of 9 isn't going to get it done. Grant, though, 4 of 6, as my brother used to say about Horace Grant, who is, of course, related, I believe the uncle of Jeremiah, said, Grant, be taken over this game. We used to have fun with that. <laughs> but yeah, the Grant, Grant kind of helped take over the game. Jeremiah, anyway, not Horace. Horace is a little too old. Um, again, four of six from downtown. Uh, Shade and Sharp, a factor at times. And now he was part of the reasons why the Portland Trailblazers just kicked our butts a couple times a few weeks ago, along with a guy named Damian Lillard, of course, who is, you know, probably the better, probably the second best point guard in the league when he's at his best, for the most part. And the other guy that I don't like very much is probably still the top one. I'm not a big fan of his. I think you know who that is. Uh, and, 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 you know, <laughs> Anthony Simmons, Simons, uh, nice game again. Well, not really. He, he was okay. He was okay, but not nearly but not nearly the factor he was in earlier games. He is a nice rising star in the NBA. Complimentary star, but, you know, yeah, a guy that could make the All-Star team a couple times in his career. Uh, Nurkic, Wolves, uh, you know, he, he he ran into foul trouble, and the Wolves successfully got him fouled out. Simon Simmons got fou- uh, almost fouled, fouled out. Drew Eubanks fouled out. Uh, Josh Hart played 33 minutes and uh, had a point. 33 minutes and had a point. <laughs> so, <laughs> he blocked two shots, though. Yeah! <laughs> Yay! And at four assists. Okay, but still, holy crap, that's bad. You just look at that kind of stuff. Like, say, if, Jade, if that was Jane McDaniels, I'd be pissed, you know? So, stuff like that, you look at it and just kind of chuckle that he could be that bad. Jeez. Luca Garza, again, really nice. Really nice. He made all of his shots. He was very, very valuable down the stretch. Five of five from the floor. 14 points. Mm, mm, mm. D'Angelo Russell played in the game. He was one of six. Ugh. Yuck. Anthony Edwards, field goal percentage, again, mediocre, but took over the game when it mattered. Uh, Euro step and aggressive to the basket and ended up helping the Wolves get the victory in this one, making some good moves. Rudy Gobert, much better in the game. He at least attempted 10 shots. Again, continues to be more of a finesse player than aggressive. I like when he's aggressive, and you know it's there, but I don't know. Sometimes these guys that we like to call ogres, <laughs> big ogres, we used to call them that, the big guys, sometimes they're more finesse because, I don't know, I guess it's just the way they're built. I don't know, sometimes it's hard for them to really get get super aggressive. So it's kind of frustrating at times. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yep, speaking of ogres on the street, the big huge dude there, that was funny. I don't know, anyhow, uh, Jaden McDaniels didn't have his best game. Kyle Anderson's value doesn't always show up in the stat sheet. Just, again, obviously, he's, he's like the Sam Mitchell of this current Timberwolves team. I would say Kyle Anderson's a Sam Mitchell, and Austin Rivers is a Terry Porter. That's the closest thing you got, you know. They, you know they, 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 that, is, that is what they are. Austin Rivers is the Terry Porter. It sure as heck ain't D'Angelo Russell. Russell's like Marbury on crack, kind of. I don't know. He's like Marbury on crack. <laughs> kind of, I don't know, or something else. Marbury on weed, maybe, because, like, kind of floating, lazy, you know. But, I don't know. Not that I need to get into that kind of conversation. I apologize if I'm irritating people. And then this guy named Torian Prince. What a factor he is. And welcome back. He's the other Sam Mitchell or Terry Porter for this team. Maybe, you know, yeah, he's the other Sam Mitchell, Terry Porter, 
uh, Tom, not Tom Gugliotta, some other thing. Tom Gugliotta on the Wolves, I don't think there is one. Unless that's Kyle Anderson, I don't know. It's obviously not as good, but that intangible, intelligent guy that makes the team better, brings the IQ up. I used to always say that about Sam Mitchell. Every time he was on the court, the IQ went up, and that's why the thought of Sam Mitchell coaching the Wolves made me feel good. Uh, at very least, being an assistant coach, uh, if not a head coach, and when he was head coach, I, I liked him and appreciated what he did. Felt kind of bad to see him uh, just kind of get basically the shaft by the uh, Timberwolves organization when they brought in Tom Thibodeau. And, of course, that didn't turn out to be such a great thing. Uh, but a nice, solid win over the Portland Trailblazers, pardon me. A very entertaining game. And Anthony Edwards, the way he attacked that basket, really appreciated it. It certainly brought his field goal percentage up because, again, jacking up shots and forcing up shots. It is what it is. Field goal percentage ain't where it needs to be at times for Anthony Edwards. But overall... Anthony Edwards has done a fantastic job, generally speaking. Generally speaking, the Detroit game was maddening beyond human recognition, but that was everybody on the floor. I know he was trying and all that, but again, sometimes when you're just settling for, you know, you're just kind of forcing up threes when there's plenty of time on the shot clock and everything, and, you know, there's five, six minutes left in the game, and then you're just letting Detroit build their lead. That kind of stuff drives me beyond crazy. You know, uh, they're, they're, you know, there's yes, be you know it's it. It was like you 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 want urgency, but the point is score. Don't just hope to hit a home run every time you're up. You know you're striking out too much because you're you know you're swinging too hard, trying to hit the bleachers rather than like get a like slap a single or a double. You know that kind of thing. So that's kind of the vibe I kind of got in that Detroit game. Everybody was up there just, well, not everybody, but Anthony Edwards was up there trying to hit a grand slam. And, well, first of all, there was nobody on base. And secondly, uh, secondly, you're not going to hit a home run in every at-bat. You know, try to get a single once in a while. You're striking out too much, man. And maybe pop-ups and, you know, like, up oh, chopper to third. Yay. You know, another double play. Woo! You know, that kind of thing. Um, but overall... Since December, Anthony Edwards has been pretty freaking good, generally speaking. Unfortunately, in the two games so far, in January, 42% from the floor, but 30 points a game. 30 points a game. In December, Anthony Edwards, almost 47% from the floor and almost 41% from downtown, 25.3. Great numbers. And and almost seven rebounds, and, five, and he did have over five assists a game. Turnovers are a little high, but still. Clearly, this guy has... <laughs> serious skill, skill, special skills that are going to take him very far in this league to, I believe, becoming an all-star starter for many years, possibly a decade or more. Um, all-star starter, yes. Not about, not, he, he's, he's going to be one of those guys. And games like Portland, even though the field goal percentage isn't where you want it, he got the job done. He was clutch. He was intense. And, you know, at the same time, entertaining too. Entertaining. And that absolutely makes you an all-star starter caliber player. Probably not a starter this year, just saying, but not long. Probably as soon as next season when this guy, this, this, the sky's the limit for him. The sky's the limit for him as long as, again, uh, the, as long as he keeps learning and learning and learning and improving, uh, the sky's the limit for Anthony Edwards. He is the Lone Wolf Award winner, if you didn't notice. It's plain as day. Like, plain as day. He's the Lone Wolf winner even though, again, he's far from perfect, 
But <laughs> Michael Jordan missed shots, too. Ah, there's Larry Brown right there. Poor Philadelphia, see? <laughs> Sorry, 20 years ago. He's like 90 years old now. Uh, <laughs> not even exaggerating on that one. Um, the Johnny Flynn Memorial, it's got to be D'Angelo Russell. And again, interesting, again, what Nas Reed said about we know what the problem is. And then D'Angelo Russell winds up being, uh, winds up not playing versus Denver, almost like he's like, fine, bleep you, I'm not playing. Who knows, it might have been that kind of thing. Maybe there was a, there was a, yeah, there was a, a long uh, team-only meeting, so... Interesting, interesting. Uh, players only meeting. Sorry, sorry. And then the uh, the um, Portland game just kind of floating around again and unfollowing the Minnesota Timberwolves on Instagram. Interesting. So interesting stuff. Food for thought per se. We'll take a quick break. Come back for previewing three games and then fan interaction segment three. Timberwolves explosion, if humanly possible. The well, this is the last time you'll hear this script. There'll be a new one coming up. This is, of course, I know I shouldn't even say script, but it's this is the last time you hear this ad for uh, DraftKings. There'll be a new one coming up, but uh, again, it's okay. Uh, it's all very similar. It's all relative. You want to basically download the app, right? The NBA season is heating up, and there are still many, many great games coming up. Obviously, heck, why not the Wolves and Clippers? Tonight, that's a fun one. Wolves and Clippers, bet on the Wolves, right? Heck, they're playing better, right? Uh, when I'm looking to get in the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New plus customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100, uh, 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. Yes, bad on Anthony Redbird's getting the rebounds anyway. <laughs> the more you, the more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Yep, so lots of fun there. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN, like the Basketball Podcast Network. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thanks, Rudy. Thanks, thanks, Rudy Gobert. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers. Not hosted by Chick Hearn or anything. Pardon me for the noise here. This thing is loud. Stupid clickers making a lot of noise here. <laughs> Los Angeles Clippers, of course, Friday night. Friday night. They're 21 and 19, so a little better than us, but second place in a mediocre Pacific Division, and that's okay. Nicholas Batum, sit out. Just sit. Ankle. I don't want him killing us again. Mediocre player who, yeah, God, mediocre player who drives me nuts and then magically can't, uh, yeah, but then magically shows up and kills us. Ugh. Jordan McLaughlin out since 1987 with the calf injury. Carl Anthony Towns out since 85 
with his. He'll be back in 2085 or so, or no, he'll be back sometime in 2024, maybe. Hopefully, we'll see. That's just a rumor, though. Uh, Bryn Forbes, shoulder injury as of January the 1st. Nas Reed back, but, well, he's been playing mostly, so good for him. And I do mean that sincerely. Points per game, the Clippers only 28th in the league. What's going on there? Come on. you got some talent, but maybe not. Uh, Wolves are 11th. Rebounds, Clippers are 10th. Wolves are 26th. Field goal percentage, Clippers 22nd. Wolves are 3rd. Really? We're 3rd? Hmm. Three-point percentage, Clippers are ninth, Wolves are 21st. Oof, yeah, and we had a terrible game against the Clippers. Very low scoring, so they definitely controlled that game. Anyhow, uh, turnovers, Wolves are 27th, Clippers are 22nd. Assist to turnover ratio, the Clippers are worse than us. 27th, the Wolves are 20th. Interesting. Block shots, Wolves 6th, Clippers 17th. Steals, Wolves 4th, thank you, Anthony Edwards. And Clippers 29th, so... Kind of all over the place. Clippers are kind of weird. They've actually lost four games in a row. Let's not uh, let's not end their losing streak tonight, okay? Let's keep it going. Keep it going. Keep losing, Clippers. Come on, we got to catch them now. Stop screwing around. Catch the Clippers. What are they, the sixth seed right now? They'd actually, yeah, I mean, it's not that hard to get to the sixth seed right now. Of course, the bleeping Warriors are now above 500, but at least they lost to Detroit recently. <laughs> so misery loves company. <laughs> Go Pistons. Go Pistons. I love the Pistons now because they beat the Golden State Warriors. That was so funny. Despite, uh, yeah, despite some more miracle threes, like it always like that. Ugh, so annoying. <laughs> but the Wolves lost 99-88 to the Clippers last time. So uh, this is the, well, it's the middle game anyway. The pivotal game of the series. Wolves win. We got a chance to, to, to take a victory in Los Angeles on February 28th. Which is, yeah, okay, yep, February 28th, which is a little ways away now. That one's in Los Angeles on a Tuesday. So, win this one, you got a shot at the series, otherwise the Clippers clinch it. Yay. Uh, Clippers have lost four in a row, like I just said. They recently beat Toronto, 124-113, and then after that, it's all downhill. That was in Toronto, by the way. Could have been an NBA Finals one of these years, but it just didn't happen. Uh, especially when Lowry was still in Toronto. Um... At Boston, 116-110. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's everyone else, right? <laughs> At Indiana, 131-130. Oof, epic battle there. Miami Heat beat the Clippers by 10 in Los Angeles. And then Denver did a little demolition derby. Probably ticked off at their loss to the Wolves. 122-91. to Crushed the Clippers in the Mile High City. They took the picks to those clips. They, they really did. Um, beat the crap out of them. Jeez. Uh, okay, the only guy hurt, though, apparently, is Nicholas Batum. Ankle as of the fourth, like I said earlier. <sighs> Come on, Wolves, get the win. Paul George, who torches the Wolves every bleeping time he plays, and he got the biggest dog in the world out there ready to chomp someone's neck. Scary. 23.7 a game for Paul George, and like I've said before, he has tortured the Wolves for years. Toy Leonard has played in 17 games, and he is a shell of himself. There is something to be said about guys being out too long. Too long. Because it's like, okay, it's like, okay, you've been out for two years. You're, you're, are you going to even be the same player anymore? That's too long. It'll be like, you know, I don't know, like you haven't rode a bike for two years. What do you think it's going to feel like for like a year or so? You're going to be like, uh, okay, this is weird. It's not even that, though. This is much more than riding a bike. We're talking like competitive, like trying to win the Tour de France or something. Imagine you haven't even touched the bike. Like, I haven't touched a bike for two years because 
No, no, I'm not messing with that knee. And that's kind of what it's like in the NBA. Guys take too long to come back. Maybe your jump shot's better. Maybe, because you've been working on it nonstop. His field goal percentage is good, but 16.6. That ain't Kawhi Leonard. That's maybe when he was like a rookie, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's too bad. He's only played in 17 games. It's, it's a shame because, God, he was a good player. Oh, Paul George, though, again, he's a guy who could you could talk about injuries and reasons to be out a long time with a compound fracture in his leg. But, I don't know, he's, he's actually been pretty damn good most of the time. He can scorch the net 38% from downtown. Kawhi Leonard only 26%, but his overall field goal percentage is 47, which is very respectable. Reggie Jackson has been a thorn in our side at times. He's He's been a pain in the butt. Occasionally he'll be a mess and screw up things, but when he's good, he's deadly. Um, Zubak is another one of those good role players. 10 points, 10 rebounds. John Wall, the 90-year-old. No, he's, he's not. He's not, but he's he's the you know he's he's a journeyman. He was a really great player in college, but came out too early and has been up and down. I am really sorry about this dog. Ugh. Muzzle him. Okay, sorry. Jesus, <laughs> I don't know what he's even barking at. Maybe he's just mad that it's too cold. <sighs> well, that's the wolves right there. That's what they need to be doing. They need to be barking at those clippers all night, right? scare them into submission. Because Clippers, they're just sailboats, you know. It's just a sailboat, you know, in, in a sailor town like uh, San Diego, which is where they should still be. Stop stealing all the teams. Uh, stop stealing other other cities' teams, Los Angeles. Stop it. You're just a bunch of crooks. <laughs> you know, they are. Lakers and Clippers. Crooks. The Lakers, are, the Lakers belong in the Great Lakes. You know, the Great Lakes, that's a Laker. Those big ships that are in Duluth and whatever, in Duluth, Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, that is, that's a Laker. It's just like an ocean liner, basically, but it's it's a Laker. It's a lake ship, Great Lake ship. And, yeah, you know, so the, all they do is steal your team and the name and the history. Bleep you, L.A. <laughs> San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Of course, they did start in L.A., but for like one year. Anyhow, I am really sorry. I'm going off somewhere else, but... Just win the game tonight, Minnesota, and I will pick the Wolves to beat the Clippers. Let's get a third win in a row. Continue to stay impressive. Anthony Edwards, 30-plus again. Anthony Edwards, 30-plus again. So, I'm just, that's who I think he is. I think he's becoming that kind of guy already. I don't know if he's going to average 30 points a game this year, but the Wolves have a chance to go on a five-game win streak and then run into some really difficult basketball coming up next week. Really, really difficult. (laughs) Really difficult. Phoenix, Cleveland, Utah, Denver. Is that going to be... Holy schmucks. That's going to be five games to preview next week. Busy, busy, busy. Mm. Wow, five games. Five. Wow, because there's two back-to-backs. That's why. And then the Utah Jazz as well. Wow. Anyhow, Houston Rockets in Houston. No excuse. This is another one of those games. Don't lay an egg. Play with urgency. Kick Kick their butts. Don't, you know, obviously don't be jerks. Don't taunt them or anything stupid like that. Like when the Wolves did that to the Spurs years ago and when uh, David Robinson was out, then they got the number one pick in the draft and funny what happened after that. Yeah, we'll stay away from that one. Wow. Wolves beat the Rockets 129-117. Just do something like that and be classy about it, of course. <laughs> I know. This this team isn't really that bad about it. That was last year when we were doing stupid crap like that. Uh, November the 5th. Again, 129-117. 
Sunday, January 8th, that's this week, in Houston. Saturday, January 21st, in Target Center. And then Monday, January 23rd. So that's coming right up here. It's like a, you know, home and home type of thing uh, with a day off in between on Sunday. It's Monday 23rd in Houston, Houston, Texas. They have, they have all, they've lost all five games recently anyway. Dallas Mavericks, they lost uh, one, yeah, that's a, obviously in-state rival, you could say, 129-114. New York Knicks beat them by 20. Whew. Yeah, they're playing better again on New Year's Eve, 108-88. Wow. 111-106, that was a rematch of the NBA Finals, by the way, of 94. Yeah, not really, but kind of. Um, 116-106, Mavericks win on January 2nd. New Orleans beats them 119-108, and then Utah smashes them 131-114. And Utah's not that good right now. They're with the 10th seed, so to speak, right now. 20 and 21. What happened to the Jazz? Reality kind of setting in quickly there with Walker Kessler. No, but he's playing really well, and everybody likes what he's doing. Houston's 28th in points, 4th in rebounds, 30th in field goal percentage. Yuck. 28th in three-point percentage, 29th in turnovers, 30th in assists, 30th in assist to turnover ratio, so they suck at offense, literally. They suck at it. Suck at offense. 19th in block shots and 11th in steals. That's the best thing they have right now going for them. Outside of 4th in rebounds, pardon me. That's a nice stat. So, good for them there. No more John Wall. He's lulling around in Los Angeles, I suppose. Jalen Green's got a nice future in the league. 21.5. Love what Jamari Smith does. He's a rookie. Really good one. Only averaging 12 points a game, but it's early. Very, very early. Eric Gordon, wow. <laughs> he's still playing, and he's, still, he's okay. 12 points, but I don't know. 36% from three. Kind of a special, uh, special, uh, specialist, pardon me. Kenyon Martin Jr. Isn't that the darndest thing? Doesn't that make you feel old? Kenyon Martin Jr. Yeah. Averaging about 10.5 a game for the Rockets. Kevin Porter Jr., another valuable guy who's had some good moments, but Houston is just kind of, I don't know, they're kind of stuck in somewhere. Ty Ty Washington Jr., love that name. 12 games on the season. Um, but this is a you-have-to-win-this-game type of game. Don't show up and, and get your butts kicked like the Rockets, or by the by Detroit Pistons. These are NBA players. They deserve to be there. They, they deserve to be there. They're not Owen. You know, they're not owing uh, a 49 or 39 or whatever. They deserve to be in the NBA, okay? So they're just, they're not, the, <laughs> the the rocket launch has been scrubbed for now, but don't worry, they're going to take off again. That's the NBA. It seems to get better. It's a professional team anyway. Um, so show up, play, get the job done, defeat this team. You don't have to kick their butts or anything. Just beat them. Beat them by 10. Uh, the Clipper game, I have the Wolves winning 111 to 108. <laughs> Close game, close game, 111-108. The Wolves managed some offense in the game. This one, I think it's going to be a little higher, 125. Yeah, it's going to definitely be higher. 125 to 110. Wolves should win this one by 15 over the Rockets. And, yeah, Anthony Edwards, another great game. I have a feeling you're going to see something like a Jade McDaniels with 20-plus nice performance. Detroit Pistons, time for a little revenge. A little revenge, and uh, I guess hopefully the road team wins both of these. We all know we don't need to talk too much about the Pistons now after what just happened. Uh, Marvin Bagley has a hand injury as of the third, but we'll see. He'll probably play. Isaiah Livers, that's up. Yep, he's been out with a shoulder for a while, and Kate Cunningham's been out for a while with a shin injury. We talked about that. Detroit's 20th in points, 17th in rebounds. 
27th in field goal percentage, 27th in assists, 16th in turnovers per game, 27th in turnover ratio, and 28th in blocks, 20th in steals. Pardon me, and we already talked about the most recent game on New Year's Eve. Detroit is actually 3-2 and two in their last five. They've kind of gone back and forth. <laughs> they beat Orlando 121-101. to 101. Wow. So they've had some good ones. Let's give them credit. Give Detroit credit. You know, they're coming around. They're coming around, and they have some players that play with some passion out there. Um, Chicago, yeah, they lost to Chicago. Ever since Jordan finally got over that whole uh, bad boys thing and was able to get past that and play more of a team game instead of forcing himself into the basket <clears throat> every time he had the ball. Chicago, Detroit's pretty much been dominated by the Bulls ever since. Not really, but just kind of. I'm just making that up, kind of. <laughs> the Detroit-Chicago rivalry ain't quite the same, is it? <laughs> 120, okay, the Detroit, or Chicago beat them 132 to 108, uh, 118, pardon me. Detroit beat Minnesota, yes, by 12. Yeah, we know. Portland whooped on the Detroit Pistons. They're still mad about the 1990 NBA Finals. Yes. And then the Detroit Pistons beat the Warriors in a very, 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 very good game. <laughs> Give them credit. They survived some of those hot shooting sons of biscuits late in the game. Clay Thompson, that's who it was, hit that big three, tied it up with like a second left. And then Sadiq Bay hit the clutch shot of the year, basically even with the green patch in his hair, which is okay. It's, it's okay. It's, it's fine. As long as his whole thing is in green, it looks kind of weird. But hit a beautiful shot, catch and release uh, from way out there, about 28 feet away or something like that. And Detroit beats Golden State. And Steph Curry just had that grin like, okay, well, fine. Well, <laughs> Steph Curry. That's the guy I was saying I'm not a big fan of like earlier. I think you figured that out a long time ago. Um, the Wolves get revenge. I think we're going to win five in a row. Wolves win five in a row, and then things get a little tougher with a five-game stretch coming up. We'll see how that turns out. Hopefully the Wolves can at least go two and three in those, if not three and two, which would be very nice. Uh, Wolves will win five games in a row. Like I said, you know, you beat Denver, and the stock goes up, and you move a few steps forward. And why the bleep not? Why the bleep not? The Wolves will beat the Pistons. Anthony Edwards with 35 in the game. Uh, dare I say D'Angelo Russell gets hot and then certain fans are going to start lecturing us about how stupid we are for criticizing him. D'Angelo Russell will not be on the Wolves next season. That's that's a bunt signal prediction. That, that's a bunt single. I'm not swinging for the fences with that prediction. It's probably I'm probably swinging for an extra base hit anyway with the LeBron James to Cleveland one because I can just, but me, I can just see that happening. I think I'm going to be right. I do. Uh, Vince Germano is convinced that uh, LeBron James stays in Los Angeles for uh, to finish out his career. I don't blame him if he does. I don't blame him if he does. It's Los Angeles. It's a beautiful, uh, you know, beautiful climate and everything. Beautiful climate. I might not like everything about California and L.A. Uh, we'll leave that in-house, just like Nas Reed said. But uh, other than that, you know, the climate is gorgeous and all that. Um, of course, I wouldn't like the crowds at all. I would hate it. That's a huge thing. Um, so, and I can't, uh, I won't even get into that. Like, I'll just say I can't afford any type of uh, special transportation to get somewhere faster. I'll just leave that as is. Um, other than that, though, Detroit, the Wolves will beat the Pistons. Anthony Edwards a 35-plus in the game in kind of in a revenge mode. And the Wolves get the job done, beat the Pistons. Final score of 118 
118 to, I think the Wolves win saw a, a big one, 118 to 100 over Detroit. Five wins in a row, and then we'll see what happens after that. With that, we'll take a quick break and look at fan interaction after this. Back here on Timberwolves Explosion, fan interaction segment, I better get to it right away. It's going to be hell a lot busier than last week. Holy cow. Because, well, I was tweeting like a maniac uh, during the Detroit game. And do you blame me? Doggone it. Uh, retweets. Nice amount of retweets. Thank you so much to all of you. Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Vince Germano out of Australia. The Basketball Podcast Network out of Vancouver, British Columbia. That would be Canada, of course. Thank you so much, guys. Yes, Vancouver, British Columbia. Yep, nice. I really appreciate them. Uh, Tanae Brown out of New Zealand. Derek Felska out of Western Wisconsin. And Benzo out of the Bronx. The Bronx. Thank you guys so much for the retweets. It means a lot. Uh, hopeless Timberwolves fan. What was what were we talking about? I was saying, why is the IQ dropped so much? It's ridiculous. Uh, hopeless Wolves fan says dropped. That implies it was there in the first place. And I was like, last year it was better at the very least. Not way better, but better. Yep, I don't know. Did he like that? Did he like it? Somebody liked it. It was Levi. So that means he's probably like, whatever, man. You know, but yeah, thank you, Levi. Um, the whole Buzz Bulls fan. Yep, I, I get it. Hustle Play 3000. Cool. I, I like that name. Um, what were we talking about here? Okay, the IQ thing. And he says, yeah, we've been dumb friends. Super annoying bugaboo for this team for years. And I said, it's sad and alarming for sure. Pat Casey. Apparently, he's, got, he, he's a blue check guy. Interesting. I was saying, why are the fans booing Anthony Edwards? You've got to be kidding me. That was in Milwaukee. Well, because, yeah, it's like they just did not understand the kind of pain that that causes. Yes, you can, you're can. you not immobilized. You didn't break anything. Uh, you know, And it's not in a spot that is going to completely derail you, like, say, a, uh, a thigh contusion, like Marbury was out for a while, or, you know, like certain bones. It's not a bone contusion. It's a muscle contusion. And in an area where you should be okay, but you have to be able to tolerate pain a bit. Um, it is not fun. Uh, Pat Cates says he should ask for a trade, honestly, to about Anthony Edwards. I hope not. I hope not. I don't know. I, I shouldn't even... <laughs> um, what was I saying now? Ah, oh, crap. Where is Pat Casey from? Uh, doesn't, oh, Los Angeles. Cool. Los Angeles. Cool. Nice... Nice to meet you, Pat. Very much so. Um, I was saying, when Andrew Wiggins looked super promising in his early days with the Timberwolves, he was nowhere near where Edwards is already. Pat Casey says, Wiggins never looked particularly promising. I was like, very early he did, like 2014 to 2016-ish. After that, not at all. Yeah. Um, there were some moments he looked really good, uh, Andrew Wiggins. His rookie year, he'd looked promising. I, I thought he did. Um, didn't he? I mean, he won Rookie of the Year for a reason. <clears throat> Those aggressive dunks. He was more aggressive early on in his career. And the problem is he never got bigger. And he just got much and more, he got more and more timid, did uh, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, but he had some amazing games in his second year, particularly early on. I remember he had like 30, 30 plus point games that helped really bring the Wolves back against really good teams. So, and that was, I believe, when Philly was super good at the time. They were tough to beat. 
uh, LRS. Who are we talking about? I was saying I feel terrible for Finch. Chris Finch, these players have let him down, and I mean royally. I wish we could fire them instead. Like D'Angelo Russell, yeah, he's he is fired, by the way. But I, what I predicted on the show will happen. Mark my words, even if it takes a little longer than I was predicting at the very least. LRS responds with, Chris Finch let his players down last year in the series versus Memphis. He was an absolute disaster. He's done a horrific job this season. The team has meltdown after meltdown. Um, he's... He needs to be fired now. Um, I don't blame you for that point of view. I I don't blame you. Um, I I really don't. It's <laughs> and yeah, the postseason that was ridiculous and the lack of adjustments that was not cool. So I don't blame you for that point of view. Uh, it's I I I still believe in Chris Finch to a point, but I'm not going to discount anybody. Saying that maybe I have kind of a milk toast point of view on Chris Finch right now, but uh, I mean compared to what we've had, he, he's the best coach we've had in a long time. So it's kind of tough for me to just say he sucks. Um, Jeremy says, "Yeah, Conley came in and destroyed the team and mortgaged our future for this." Yeah, yep, Jeremy, that was on New Year's Eve. Yep, we were all pissed off. Um, Pat Casey also said, "Yeah, he's dead," but this is 100% Conley's fault. And then, yep, Jeremy responded and said, yeah, Conley screwed it all up. I'm going to follow Jeremy. Hopefully he follows back. Yep, cool. Ah, Pat, Pat Casey says he deserves prison time. Uh, yep, about Conley. Yep, who's responding to that. <laughs> yep, Romney. No, Romney, not Romney. He was responding to what I said about Chris Finch. Let the, uh, he was not me, the other guy that said Chris Finch let the players down. He tells me, quit being an apologist. Finch is a bad coach, plain and simple. I responded with, and so are a bunch of the players as well. I'm no apologist for anybody. You can't tell me this team is completely wounded, this garbage. And Rami responds with, this team is extremely talented. Time and time again, we see these guys have outstanding individual games, but we don't run a system. We don't make smart plays because they aren't coached well. This team is practically playing pickup basketball against teams running a real system. I, you know, oh, I'm going to follow. I'm going to give him a follow. You know, it's good takes. I I, I understand, it, especially in some of those games. It looks like there's no rhyme or reason, so I understand. I might not love everything about that, but I understand. I, I do. Benzo says, your take is already spot on now, even more so with every loss, because I when I was saying the prediction and all that about people getting fired or traded, um, John for good says, Wiggins put up pretty much the same numbers. It takes more than one guy to make a team. I don't think he put up the same numbers, and I'm pretty aware about <laughs> taking more than one guy to, to make a team. Yep, I understand. Um, I, I I feel you. I mean, I can do a point. And uh, Wiggins ended up obviously reemerging with Golden State the pro, uh, to become a much better role player, more of a almost legal. Yeah, and he made the All Star team too, which is weird. Uh, Tanae Brown says, this might be my favorite clip from the season so far. Could be a turning point, and that's when all the Timberwolves were blocking. Yeah, they're blocking Shaw. Yeah, Noel with a block, if it looked like. No, that's uh, Kyle Anderson coming in. And then, uh, yep, the guy's all ganging up to get the rebound. That's better. Yeah, and that's how it should be. Get the damn rebound. Show some urgency. John Mayer says, we have to gang rebound. It's something that's been said thousands of times for years by the Wolves. This is what it looks like. Yep, and that was cool. 
And then Tanae says, yep, favorite Clipper of the year. Could this be a turning point? And yes, it could. It absolutely could be a turning point. Looks like that'll wrap up the uh, fan interaction segment. Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the interaction. That was really good. Uh, you know, and we can, some of us, we can agree, we can disagree, this and that. But, you know, it's still a great conversation. And, yeah, I mean, we really appreciate what, uh, you know, it's a great conversation. I really appreciate the back and forth. It's, it's good. Um, yeah, you know, we don't have to be <laughs> enemies about any. We don't have to be enemies or anything. And it, it never felt like there was any animosity either. It just kind of, you know, some people like Fitch, some people don't. That's all. There was no name calling, no disrespect, so that was cool. Um, and I don't know, we all have our basketball knowledge and such. Some of us go back further than others, but that's fine. <sighs> Please uh, tell your friends about the show. Those of you that have been retweeting, God bless you, you're the greatest. You really are. And I mean that with sincerity. I'm not just saying it like, thanks, you're the best, and I never talk again to you. Like most people, like, I really like your show. And they're like, thanks. And you never hear from them for the rest of time. Nope, I'm saying this with sincerity, and I'm really blessed to know you. I, I am. I'm really blessed to know you guys. Uh, and some of you really are super-duper close friends to me, and I mean that. I absolutely do. Um, with that said, please write a positive rating. Anybody out there that, you know, and, and yeah, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't uh, interacted with me before and you'd like to, please do, at Timberwolf, at, at T-Wolves, at T Wolves EX, at T Wolves EX, like Timberwolves Explosion, at Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Would really love to hear from you and all that. You know, you're from Australia, you're from Iowa, you're from Golden Valley, you're from anywhere. You know, New York, <laughs> like like Menzo, so cool. Uh, just you guys mean so much to this show. Would love to hear from you. Again, anybody out there, please write a positive rating for Timberwolves Explosion on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, Audible, uh, Spotify, I believe, does just star ratings, but I really appreciate that as well. Those of you that have, thank you so much. Uh, anyways, have a great week. Hopefully the Timberwolves do exactly what I say and win all three games. Wouldn't that be cool? And then hope for the best going forward. And as the schedule gets tougher, maybe, again, the Timberwolves continue to be tougher and get some wins against some good teams. That, then we can start having fun again around here rather than being frustrated. Um, the shows, the show numbers have improved dramatically the last couple episodes. I really appreciate it. So, And I've really enjoyed doing the show the last uh, two or three weeks, despite some terrible losses and some frustration. So, But though, those of you again, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for joining, and would love to meet you, uh, even if it's just, obviously, Twitter, Facebook, that kind of thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not really a public guy when it comes to the podcast. You know, I'm not going to go to restaurants and, and all that and you know, I, I don't think they'd want me there anyway, right? <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't work for the Star Tribune or anything, so it kind of is what it is. <laughs> so, other than that, now that I've babbled enough, hope you had a good New Year in no matter what area of the world you're in. Have a wonderful week. Stay warm, stay cold, or stay cool, depending if you're maybe in Aussie, it's, it's much warmer right now. So, or, or New Zealand, of course, Korea or something, it must be much warmer at the moment, depending on what part of Korea anyway. Uh, here it's cold again, but that's fine. It's winter. Uh, again, have a good week, and we'll talk to you, talk about hopefully a five-game win streak. <laughs>